Hi, this is Bob Fredette, sports editor at the Rutland Herald. Welcome to season four of the Inside Pitch, our weekly local sports podcast. Each week, I'm joined by veteran sports writer Tom Haley as we take a look at what's happening in high school and college sports in Vermont. Last season, we brought in a number of guests, from Polney quarterback Caden Cabman to local sports personality Jack Healy. This season, we plan on continuing that format, so tune in to hear from local coaches, players, and other movers and shakers. You can listen to and subscribe to the Inside Pitch on iTunes. Search Inside Pitch Rutland. Thanks. From our new location at 77 Grove Street, the former CVPS building. Now we've got the power. The Rutland Herald's local sports podcast. This is the Inside Pitch. Brought to you by the Rutland Herald. Thank you for supporting your hometown newspaper. Here they are, Bob Fredette and Tom Haley. Play ball! Hello, this is Bob Fredette. Hello, this is Tom Haley. This is the Inside Pitch. Hey, welcome back to Inside Pitch. This is Bob Fredette. I'm here with Tom Haley. It's snowing outside. This winter hasn't started yet. It won't start for three weeks. We're already tired of it. Are you tired of it yet? I'm very tired of it. <laughs> I'm extremely tired of this weather. But thank goodness we have warm, toasty gymnasiums to go into when... Uh, Hopefully we get into them. We don't have too many postponements or yeah. delays or get the season going. Yeah, the season, the season of goodwill, basketball. I'll tell you why. You know, this is this is one of those seasons where people really get juiced and seem to follow it all the way through. I mean, probably of any of the seasons that we encounter all year, even even football, soccer season. I don't think it's the attention that basketball does. So. Uh, we're looking forward to it. It's going to be, uh, we're here on Tuesday. We're, uh, some teams will be opening a week from Friday. A week from Friday. A lot of, a whole lot of teams are actually scrimmaging this Saturday. Right. Yeah. And even, even before that. So we have some scrimmages yep. that are, are going to be, uh, I'm sure we're very well attended. I've got a couple scrimmages. I have coaches saying, don't tell anybody about my scrimmage. And I'm going, okay, right. fair enough. <laughs> I Fair think I already did. As long, long as I can go. Well, I, yeah. oh, well, well, that's going to be on you, not me. Well, don't, don't mention it now anyway. So anyway, uh, we've been talking. Uh, yesterday we uh, made some calls and did some visiting the gymnasiums just to get those first day stories done. And uh, uh, before we go on there, Tom, tell me what, uh, what of, your, of your travels yesterday, what, was your, what were your impressions? Uh West Rutland, uh, really good turnout, uh, excellent turnout was was the word that uh, Carl Serrani, the girls coach, used for both the boys and the girls team. Uh, they had like forty three, I think, varsity players in the gym between the between the two teams, the boys and the girls, which had a school the size of uh, West Rutland is very good. Uh, Proctor, another small school, will have a JV team for the boys but not for the girls, which is surprising because in soccer, it's the other way around. Yeah. The girls have the big turnout. Yeah. But it's exact opposite in basketball. It's hard to figure. You would think an athlete is an athlete is an athlete, but I guess not in every case. Oh, boy, you know, I'm surprised. You know, yeah. And particularly girls, I mean, because with, with Chris Hughes and Lisa, Lisa Hughes back this year. Yes. And, that's, and they've been very, very successful. Uh, not that Ryan says Macy did a poor job, he did not. But uh, you know those two people seem to to draw people wherever they go. So yep. I'm surprised that you know maybe the word will get out. It might be one of those things where you get more kids once the season has started. Yeah, um, I don't know. So. Maybe, maybe they uh, 
But they're going to have a really, really good team, uh, Broncos. Um, I mean, I thought they were loaded anyway before uh, Lindsey Elms came over from Mount St. Joseph. So uh, I think they're going to be really strong. Um, I think Pultney boys will be really strong. Uh, you've been over and saw Rutland, defending champion Rutland. Got a couple defending champions, of course, in boys, Fairhaven and uh, Rutland. So, yeah, it's, I think I think in Rutland County, there is a lot to be excited about. And then go a little further outside the county. I was talking to Terry Farrell, the Green Mountain girls coach, yesterday. He's got everybody back. He didn't lose a player from a team that went 16-4. And, four. and uh, you know, and he's he's got like four or five scrimmages, more than... Anybody else I talked to, and uh, uh, he said it's all about t toughening them, themselves up and then discrimination Division One Mount Anthony, for one. So um, that happens to be a three-way scrimmage. It also includes Arlington, a team that went to Barry. So he's really trying to make sure they're battle-tested before they... Uh, open on December 10th at Black River. Well, that's a formula that works, you know, and I think yeah. that we've seen how it doesn't work when we're talking about that Green Mountain women's soccer team, which has been so good over the last exactly. couple of years, but, but plays down an awful lot. Yep. Uh, they need to basically you know, run the table to get a top four seed, and then when you get to the tournament... And when they play a Peoples or a Thetford or somebody who's really good, yeah, just, they haven't seen it. They haven't seen it, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I... I really think that's that's the key to doing things right. I think Terry Farrell's got the right idea. But boy, I tell you, when you're in southern Vermont, where a lot of the schools are, are spread out and a lot of the schools are, are playing down divisions now, it's a really difficult thing to do. So It I, is, and, I, and he said that. He tried to toughen the regular season uh, schedule also, but being in the second year of the two-year cycle, he said he just couldn't do it. Uh, and And... Todd Hayes, the Pulte girls coach, uh, made the uh, the opposite uh, viewpoint in Division Four. It's hard when you're playing Proctor, MSJ, West Rutland. The D four teams right around here are some of the better teams in the state. Yeah, you know, and and that's what Todd was saying. And uh, they've got a little different look to their schedule this year. They're playing uh, Granville twice. They haven't played them at all in recent years, so uh, they'll be different without Leanna Mason, six footer, yeah, thousand points, a lot of rebounds. Yeah, but he thinks they will be uh, the most athletic they've been in a good number of years there. So maybe since uh, Allie Jones, Rainy Paquette, and uh, uh, was that Kelly Finch? Feenstrup, was that her name? I, boy, you... Yeah. <laughs> you, he, he thinks they're going to be... He thinks they'll be athletic. Well, so. you, well you know what? They, they were last year, the thing about it, and yeah. we were both impressed with this last year when we were watching them play because Leanna Mason was running the floor with the rest of the kids there, and she's, right. she's a big kid. She's yes, a she big is. Kid. Uh, and she's uh, actually done okay this year at Green Mountain College. Yeah, yeah. She's come off the bench. She scored, you know, like six points, grabbed six rebounds uh, off the bench. She's She's going to be okay there. Yep, good. 
Good. Well, she should be. She should be. I mean, she's got some talent. She takes some space, you know, and, and a six-footer is a six-footer. Exactly. You know, and when you're talking you about... You can't coach that. You can't yeah. coach that. And when you're playing in the division that they're playing, that's obviously, it's going to have an impact. Yes, you know, just, absolutely. Uh, my, my concern, and we were looking at it at the beginning of the season, I think they had nine people on the roster, and they got to build that program up over there. Yes, they, they really do. do. But well, let's not get away from the high school stuff so much here. Uh, my, my impressions, of course, well, we're, we're talking about the girls a little bit. I want to swap over, talk about uh, before we uh, get, get into the uh, into the uh, boys here I want to talk about what do you see as far as the the year with MSJ Rutland and Proctor that's been a, a Bermuda Triangle a very good uh, rivalry right here all within five or six miles of Rutland City uh, do, do you anticipate that being the same this year you're talking the girls the girls absolutely. oh I do yeah I, I, I still think MSJ is going to be good you know I know they lost uh, I know they lost Elms. I guess they lost Angela Perry, but uh, um, they've got plenty back. I, I think they'll be good. West Rutland will be good. They're, they're unlike they were last year when they lost that whole great class of uh, Brooke Race, Kayla Coombs, all five starters, and had to start over. That's not the case this year. They have eight top varsity players returning, so... They're starting as a season team, unlike last year. They did pretty well last year. They so, did. Yeah. So I think West Rutland's going to be good. And I don't have to tell you what I think about Proctor. I've already said it. I think they're loaded. Uh, they opened December 12th uh, at home against MSJ. That'll be an interesting game. And Maggie McCurin, who should be one of the starters, if she's, she will be one of the starters, if she's healthy, she's kind of iffy right now. There's hoping she's back for that day, for the 12th. She's still got that lingering um, injury, back injury, left over from soccer. So, uh, and she's an important part of that team. Um, but yeah, that uh, that triangle is still going to be very entertaining. And when those three teams, any combination of them, play one another, I think it's a, it's a don't miss game. You, you, you want to see that. This is the Inside Pitch, brought to you by the Rutland Herald. This is Justin St. Louis from Devil's Bowl Speedway, and you can find the Inside Pitch on iTunes. Well, you know, what do you think about this? Those three teams and maybe like a Green Mountain in a tournament. Oh, I would love it. <laughs> would you like that? I would. <laughs> and MSJ in the past has gone down to that. They, Green Mountain Holiday they tournament. They do play in that. Yeah. Yes, yes, they do. Yes, yeah. they do. You know, and it's one of those tournaments. It's, uh, you know, it's it's uh, all it's all four teams. Or, you're yep. Two teams in uh, in one day, girls and boys. I mean, it's really packed in there. Yep. You know, that's a heck of a tournament. Of course, I yeah. still like your idea that you talked about last year of the Rutland County D two tournament. I mean, that's a <laughs> that you know what Otter Valley, Otter Valley, Fairhaven, Mill River. Uh, who yeah. else? Jeb Woodstock in there, possibly? Out of Woodstock, yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. yeah. Wow, that would be a, a high-interest event. Yeah, well, it, it certainly picked up a lot of steam because no one's done anything with that. So, no, <laughs> so I sure would like it though. You know, and, and rotating the rotating the absolutely, site. I absolutely, I think it's a great idea. It's actually, actually, I've talked to some of the coaches about it. They like the idea of it too. Jack Rogers likes the idea of it too. So, and, and once again, so. of course, we're in the second year of a two-year cycle, but. Yeah. Uh, 
That should be on the table, I think. <laughs> well, you know, those two-year cycles, I think, should go the way of the Buffalo, too, because we're seeing yeah. so many places where you've really got to make amends or make uh, concessions to, to schools with, with not very much population. Or, or, or closing or, or merging or yeah, that's, whatever. That's happening an awful lot. Yeah. So football's going to it. I think that, I think that yeah. everybody else should go to it as well. Because you've got the co-op teams. Uh, yeah. You're absolutely right. Yeah, yeah, and there's going to be some. I mean, you looked at it. If, if they weren't doing it again in football this year, they'd have a, a big problem next year because there are some teams that have got to fall down to that, well, the eight-man the eight league. Yep. And there's some that South Burlington, Burlington team has got, like, they're graduating more than half of that team, yep. too. So it's yep. going to be something. They've got to keep an eye on that. So I wish basketball would go to I know we're talking well. basketball, but that's going to be one of the uh, – 2019's most interesting developments is what they decide to do uh, in, in the way of football alignment because it's obviously something's got to be done. There's been a lot of suggestions. Eight man yes, eight man no. I mean, it, it could look a lot different and uh, no matter what they do, it probably will look different. Yeah, I think it's got to. I think it has got to. Uh, I'm not even certain how many teams we're going to have next year. I know. You know, but uh, it may come down to, I, I don't know whether we're going to be able to field four four divisions, really. And I don't know. If I I'm, almost, I, I get it. I get the need for an eight-man. And, and But when you, when you have a state with, like, whatever it is, like 30 programs, Four divisions seems awfully watered down, no matter what label is attached to it. Yeah, yeah, I know. I was actually <coughs> about a week ago. I was looking at that. Well, how would I realign things here? Because yeah. looking at places like I've heard that Burn Burton is going to get bumped up to D one, which is which is a good move. Yeah, and, which and, is a really and you good got, move. Now you lose but, another program. It sounds like uh, what came out of the meeting in Hartford is Missisquoi is only going to be on the JV level next year. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, who knows? MSJ, Oxbow, a lot of these programs are so tenuous. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's going to be hard for some of these teams, some of these schools to put together even eight-man teams. So, yeah. Um, but thank goodness we don't have to worry about that for basketball. Let's just think of, I know we're, we're, we got off track and everything. We don't have that much time left. But I, I know we've got another week next week to talk about basketball because we're going to have uh, – um, probably three or four days after the podcast before the season actually begins. Right now, i just like to, to clean this one up by talking about MSJ, Otter Valley, Mill River, and boys basketball. Uh, I think it's uh, all, all good teams. Yep. I, I think that Mill River is going to be a little bit down this year because they've got to rebuild. Uh, they lost a lot of size. They lost some good players like Chad Young and DJ Nichols. I think it's going to be something they're really going to have to depend on their speed Playing fast is what Jack Rogers was talking about when I spoke to him the other day. Right, he's got a team that's going to be a, a lot of guys who look like, look like your your typical Rotten High School basketball team eight years ago when they had all these guards. Right, you remember right. Eli Rogers yeah. and all those guys yep. here, you know, and you had like six or seven guys all around six foot. Yep, that's going to be Mill River this year. Yep, um, Otter Valley, uh, still not a lot of height that we see, but you know, there's going to be a little bit of a change going on there. Del Norwood. Yep, Del Sean Norwood is going to be a, a good addition. Leaving MSJ to go yep. back to uh, Outer Valley where his brother played originally, yep. Kai Norwood. Kai, yep. You know, so that's going to make things interesting there. I think they're still going to be a very guard-oriented team, but they've got a lot of speed, you know, and you put Norwood in there in that backcourt, you know, they're going, to, they're going to be running the floor like crazy people again like they were last year. So. Yep, absolutely. 
Hello, this is Jack Healy. Hello, my name is Kate Catman. This is Chris Hughes. This is Jason Behenna. This is Paul Copo. Hi, this is Mike Kinsler, and you're listening to the Inside Pitch with Bob Fernet and Tom Hall of Fame Haley. MSJ. Now, one of the, the things about MSJ that I, I am not really sure how it's going to shake out this year. Uh, obviously, when you've got Brennan Crossman going to Proctor, when you've got Del Norwood going to Outer Valley, it breaks things up a little bit, you know, and out of their rotation. Uh, but they bring back, you know, we look at this Maddox trainer, Logan Starlin, uh, Keaton Wright Chapman, Leo, Mr. Do Everything Carranza. All good players and athletes who can make things happen. Yeah, and, and Logan Montilla, who was their, their leading scorer last right. year. Right. I think that's the, also the team with the. 6'3 kid from Barstow? The 6'3 kid from yeah. Barstow. I'm going to leave him out of this conversation right now because I don't, right. I don't want to get too too hung up on a kid who's like 14 or 15 years old. But right. but there's a good chance you'll see a, a kid that size on on the paint for MSHA. Just, you know, I mean... Even situational. Even situational. Yeah. Just, just just because I think that when you're, you're Leo Carranza is, oh. your, is your big man. Yeah. And he's six feet. And, and but got, plays bigger. He plays bigger, but still, I mean, it's yeah. not like you can't post up a guy like that very easily. Right. You know, and uh, because he is their big man, they're able to, to uh, play defense on everybody else the way they want to. So you're not sacrificing anybody, uh, a big guy, if you don't need to. So... Uh, uh, to, to guard him. So I, I think that that's going to be something that we'll have to keep an eye on with MSJ, how they develop the inside game yep. uh, and how that happens. But I'll tell you what, you know, Chris Charbonneau, who's the new coach this year, he's very excited about having having this group here together. You know, he coached a lot of these kids uh, uh, two years ago. You know, he's yep. got them and all And he's now. been around the varsity team. Been around the varsity yep. team, you know, and I, I think that of the three schools, uh, of those three schools, I think that uh, the MSJ is probably the big dog. But you got to look up, to look over the highway there a little bit when you're you're headed headed toward New York State and out and uh, Fairhaven. Oh, yeah. Fairhaven, you know. I mean, already just starting with Kaluti, uh, Cam Kaluti, right? You've got, got got a lot of guys. I mean, you know, I mean, they didn't lose that many people. I mean, when you talk about Brandon Parker and Ethan Bathalon, and uh, you know, I mean, those are guys who were. Who were in in the mix last year, but you know, Fairhaven had a lot of people in the mix last year. Yep. Uh, along with you know uh, Kaludi and uh, Hendy and Ferrara and and Aubrey Ramey, who seems to be getting better and better and oh, more yeah. confident as an athlete. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, just watching the way he played uh, uh, football uh, football this yeah. year, the way he was catching. Oh my God, he's, he's, yep. he looks a lot more athletic than his father ever did. <laughs> Sorry, heck. <laughs> This, hey, if you're, you're hacking, what do we call your kid? Darn? I, I, haven't, I haven't figured that out yet. But anyway, another guy who they added last year during the course of the season, Joe Gannon, who with those big free oh, yeah. throws to beat MSJ and wound up being a big part of that uh, that team all year long. So I'm thinking that Fairhaven's going to be tough to beat once again. And, Absolutely. Uh, and they got a lot going for them here. So uh, I think that's a, that's a team that's going to make things very, very interesting. So. Uh, and, and if you were talking about, you know, bringing down a fourth team, we forgot all about that. The fourth team, you just look at the uh, Fairhaven, MSJ, Otter Valley, Mill River. Boom. There oh, yeah, go. there it is. There you, there you go. Right Our Rutland County. Our Rutland County. So, yeah. Uh, we're gonna, so we're going to throw that out The Loisel Indoors. The Loisel Indoors. The old Loisel. Yeah. 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 So if you're, if, we're going to, if you're restructuring the schedule for next year, here you go, fellas. Now's the time to do it. Jump on it right now here, you know, in the... The bids will be going up like the IOC to see who's going to who's going to host it the first year. So, anyway, um, all right, our time is gone. Uh, here we're here with me, Tom Haley, 
George Nostrand, whose father used to play for who? The Boston Celtics. The Boston Celtics. Okay, well, there you go. His, his grandfather, right? Yeah. His grandfather. Absolutely. Okay, all right. So, anyway, um, that's going to wrap it up for us this week. Next week, we'll have a guest in there, and I, we're, we're working on the guest to bring in. We're not going to tell you who it is yet because we're not certain ourselves, but we're going to bring in a guest basketball coach from Rutland County to talk about the season and uh, make things a little bit more interesting. Also, as we've had another year, or another, I'm sorry, another week, to look at things here, we'll be talking about some of the other teams in the area. I want to touch on Rotten High School, which we didn't talk about today. And uh, we'll, be, we'll be there with it next week. So um, no games for a while here. So, hey, keep your, keep your bunny slippers on and everything. Just hang on because pretty soon we'll be hitting the road and getting out to, out to the gyms and all over the place here. And the long season, the longest of seasons will begin. So uh, for Bob Fredette, for Tom Haley, for George Nostrin, uh, thank you for joining us for Inside Pitch. We'll catch you next week. This is the Inside Pitch, brought to you by the Rutland Herald. Let us know what you think. Email us at sports at rutlandherald.com.